Chapter 13 Our sudden plan for a quadruple date is set and we're now heading out of school. But as we near the school gate there seemed to be some commotion. Students have gathered blocking the gate and seem to be looking at something. What's going on here? Nodoka, being the president, asked them calmly. When we got closer, we found out what's causing the students' excitement, it's not something, but rather someone. And I know him very well, I'm sure most of us who saw the controversial photo know him too. We caught his attention and he smiled at us, making the students squeal even more to see him smile. It's the first time I've seen him in person and up close. He's a little taller than the average high school senior, 5 feet 7 inches maybe? And a beautiful face, indeed, well-defined, sharp jaw and angular cheekbones. He had that kind of face that will make you stop in your tracks and smile. He has rich chocolate soft hair and strong arched brows. His eyes, they're almost the same as Muji's, a deep and vivid blue, only a bit lighter. A trait that the majority of people with foreign blood have. The pale complexion of his skin goes really well with his blue eyes. You can tell that he has a lean body beneath his uniform from his face and his expression seems serious but still kind. And it didn't help that he seems so modest with it when the girls tell him that, they fell for him more. Seeing him deal with the Sakura High students, which are crowding him, so easily I can tell that he must be used to it. Despite all the opportunity, he seems to be a one-woman man who values genuineness and thoughtful conversations. Truly a refined, high-bred, and chivalrous gentleman. H. Hey! Don't tell me tea that's, Ritsu whispered to us as we watched him walk towards us. Look! Look! He's going to Akiyama-san, one girl said. You're right. Could it be that he's her boyfriend? Kaya! They look perfect. Akiyama-san, he said confusingly. Eh? No. That's not. He's not my boyfriend. I quickly cleared up. Oh, you seem to be very popular, he said to me. Don't worry, I know how that feels. They always pair up the popular ones. His voice was deep with a serious but calm tone. But he seems to know you, one student said. Ah, no, he said. I came here to see my fi. Friend. Muji immediately cut him off, he's a friend of mine. He smiled at her, as if he understood the reason why Muji hid her true relationship with him. I hope it's not because he knows about us. Hmm, he has a nice face, but I can't really say he's that handsome for me, but he looks nice, Mika commented. Hmph. No he's not, Ritsu murmured angrily while looking away and crossed her arms. He looks really handsome, Nodoka-chan. Look. Yui said very excitedly like she's seen a celebrity. Thank you, he said to Yui with a smile after hearing her compliment, making her blush. He looks just normal to me, Nodoka said with her brows furrowed and a bit of irate in her tone. You seem to be causing a lot of commotion here. I'm the student council president, can I help you with something? Nodoka's impatience is starting to show. It seems Ritsu-san and Nodoka-san want to drive him away, Yui said to Azusa. 
I can trust Nodoka-senpai, but I hope Ritsa-senpai can hold herself back, Azusa said then shyly asked her a question. U-I-D do you? Hmm. D do you think he's G good looking too? Hmm, I admit he looks attractive to most, but not for me. His features are so perfect that I already find him plain. Azusa smiled very happily knowing that she has nothing to worry about unlike Ritsu and Nodoka. A fellow president, he expressed thrilled to meet another president like himself, my apologies I didn't mean to cause any trouble. I was just waiting for Tsumuji. All right, everyone please clear the gate now, Nodoka said to the students. You heard her. Go on. Nothing to see here. And I mean, nothing, seriously, Ritsa said to them. And it didn't take long for the students to abide by the president's order. Why? What's the matter, Haragakuen? Muji finally asked. Well I realized we haven't hang out for a while, mainly because I was busy with our school festival so I decided to surprise you. Plus, I heard your parents are back. They invited me over to your house for dinner, so I figured why not pick up from school since I haven't done that before. I would have my driver wait for us, but I wasn't sure what time you'll come out and I might cause traffic so I just waited by your gate. Eh? What's wrong? Aren't you happy to see me? Uh, and no it's not that, I. Did you perhaps have other plans for this afternoon? Well, I. Yeah we do. Ritsu suddenly interrupted. Ritsu. Don't be rude. I said. Oh I'm sorry I guess I came at a bad time. Yeah you d, o o f. I elbowed Ritsu to stop her from talking and said, why don't you join us? We're just going to get something sweet. E.H., everyone said in unison, surprised with my invitation. Mio-chan, you sure? Muji asked me with a strange look in her eyes, as if telling me, I don't have to do it. That's really nice of you Akiyama-san, but your friends don't seem to like the idea. That's because we're in an all-girls school. We never really hung out with a guy before. We're not used to it that's all, but I'm sure it's fine. Plus it'll give us a chance to get to know you more. I mean we know who you are, I said with a smile. There was a brief silence within our group, especially among my friends, they're simply dumbfounded by what I'm doing. Haragi didn't expect that we knew who he really is, and my friends most definitely didn't expect him to be invited by none other than me. He felt moved and said, W well, I'll gladly accept your invitation. I'd be pleased to join you ladies in your afternoon dessert if you really wouldn't mind. Even though you said you know who I am, please allow me to introduce myself, I'm Reze Haragi. Akiyama Mio, I said and introduced our other friends one by one. Akiyama Mio-san, he said and took my hand, say un plaisir de vous rencontrer mademoiselle. I had no idea what he said, all I know is it's French. Then before I knew it he's already leaning in to kiss my hand. Muji immediately took my hand away and said, please remember that Mio-chan is very popular, I ask you not to give her any trouble by causing any misunderstandings. 
There's a little anger in her tone. My apologies, how stupid and insensitive of me. It has become a habit of mine. Please excuse my behavior. No, it's okay, I said, still smiling. You have no idea how stupid and insensitive you are, Ritsu whispered, which only Mika can hear. Rikchan, stop it. Mika whispered back and Ritsu just grinned. He then turned her attention to Nodoka, and to make up for the commotion I caused and for forcing you to change your plans, it'll be my treat. Really? Thank you. Yui suddenly got really excited. And Ritsu's trying hard not to get excited herself. He turned his attention to Muji and said, Why don't we let your friends try our usual and more at Anastasis? Eh? But. Oh, but I think we won't all fit in the car, he remembered. If I'd known this would happen, I would have had my driver bring the limo. Then let's just walk there, I suggested. How far is it? I it's just a station away, Muji answered. Then let's go. The train? I've never ridden a public transport before, Haragi declared. I'm feeling a bit nervous. They say it's dangerous. That's usually true for girls, but you're a guy so you'll be fine, I said. And so we headed to the station. We talked while we walked, while I did anyway and Yui, who kept asking him questions and admiring him. Mika joined in the conversation from time to time and the rest of our friends just kept quiet behind us, they're either shy or pissed. I can understand Yui's fascination and Mika's somewhat interest in Haragi because as I mentioned before his behavior is 80% Nodoka and 20% Ritsu and not because he's good looking, of course they don't realize that. And definitely not Nodoka and Ritsu, who were pissed. I need to remember to tell them that hopefully their anger would lessen. Pussed. Muji. Ritsu called and put an arm around her. How does it feel to see them both talking to each other and walking side by side? It feels, weird, I don't know what to feel. I'm not nervous, mad, nor happy, Muji answered. They seem to get along really well. Say, do you think they'll have some development? Maybe they might end up together. Eh? No way. That's not going to happen. Senpai, stop scaring Muji-senpai. Azusa said. Well I'm just saying, I mean look, she seems so relaxed and happy. Knowing Mio, she's not usually like that when meeting new people. She doesn't even talk to a guy she doesn't know, and now she just invited one to hang out? Well that is unusual of her, Azusa agreed. Mio's, probably trying to be nice, Nodoka suggested. But still she wouldn't. Huh? Ritsu's statement got interrupted when I suddenly turned around and looked back after feeling someone's gaze. W. What's wrong, Mio? Ritsu asked nervously thinking that I might have heard them, thus the reason I looked back. It's nothing, I felt, someone's watching us, I said feeling a bit scared. The quiet ones behind us turned around as well to look if someone was there. There's no one there, Mio, said Nodoka. Maybe you're just imagining things again, Ritsu said. 
It's happened twice in school and you said the same thing and both times you were wrong, I said to her. Okay, okay. Then maybe because we're walking with a guy like him, anyone seen walking with him will definitely end up being looked at, Ritsu explained. I, I guess that makes sense. Once again, I deeply apologize for causing you trouble, he bowed before us. It's not your fault. Come on, let's just get to the station, I said wanting to leave already because I'm feeling a bit scared. And thankfully we resumed walking. If it makes you feel any better Akiyama-san, I always get that feeling too, every day in fact. Why you don't say? It's usually the girls from Fukushima Girls Academy. Oh oh. We got to the station and the pissed off ones started talking to Haragi, taking the place of Yui and Mika, trying to prevent them from talking any further with him. The council presidents began giving each other pieces of advice in terms of work and he even tried to give Ritsu ideas on how to recruit new members for the club. Have you tried getting them to help you get to the club room? Yeah, that didn't work. Spying? That didn't help either. Nets? Mio said it was silly. Hmm, then have you tried being melodramatic about it? You know, making up a tear-jerking story behind your club and you guys promised to keep it alive no matter what for the sake of, let's say, struggles and sacrifices of past generations to make the club in the past? To spread love through music or something, you know? For support and stuff. Once they're in, it's easy to teach them what they need to know. Hmm, not bad. Why didn't we think of that? Ritsa then looked at Azusa. Azusa, you know what to do now when you guys start recruiting. Let's come up with a story then be sure to say it during the freshman orientation, okay? Eh? No way. That's embarrassing. It's obvious that he's trying to get on our good side, since we are Muji's friends, and I can tell that he's really sincere. Our friends have warmed up to him a little after having a decent conversation with him. And by the time we arrived at Anastasis, everyone was already friends. When we enter the five-star restaurant, they're just stunned to see how luxurious the place is, and they feel so out of place with how they look. As for me, I'm used to this feeling from constantly visiting Muji's house. We never got the chance to see the menu because Haragi immediately ordered the waiters the desserts he needed the moment we entered the establishment. Everything's probably written in French anyway, I thought to myself as we took a seat. Less than a minute later one waiter arrived carrying a tray. The cakes are too small, Yui said after seeing the waiter bring in a large tray of assorted petit fours. It didn't take long before the other waiters came and brought the other desserts. The service was very swift, is it because it's Haragi they're serving? Or because desserts are prepared faster? The waiters came one after the other and pretty soon our large table was already full. There were so many desserts, the only ones I recognize are creme brulee, eclairs and macarons. Please help yourselves, Haragi said. We hesitated a bit because the presentation of each one is really pretty and we felt it's such a waste to ruin it but eventually we just dug in. And Yui and Ritsu really helped themselves. We continued to have a good talk with Haragi while enjoying the desserts. However, I noticed that Muji's been very quiet the whole time 
She seems uncomfortable, is it because I invited him? I guess I never considered how she'd feel when I did what I did, I realized. I wanted to talk to her about it, so I looked at her, made sure that she'd see me from her seat beside Haragi, and when we made eye contact I said to Haragi, excuse me, where's the restroom? Oh, it's... Oh, let's go together, Mio-chan. I need to go there as well, Muji said, picking up my hint that I wanted to talk to her. Restroom. What is Mio-chan? She doesn't seem to be mad, thank goodness. I'm sorry. It seems I made you uncomfortable with what I did, inviting Haragi to hang out with us. Are you having a hard time now? Uh, bit, she admitted, looking away. I never wanted him to meet you or any of our friends. I don't want you or him to have any part in each other's lives. I don't want you guys to have any connection with him. Why? He's your fiancé Muji. We need to meet him. Even if we don't, sooner or later our paths will eventually cross. But still, I don't wanna. Her childish side is always so cute. I came up to her and gently held her face. I'm sorry Muji, I acted without considering whether you're alright with it or not. I just simply took the chance to get to know him since he was there already. I want to truly know him and see what kind of a person you'll get to spend the rest of your life with. I want to make sure you'll be loved and well taken care of, you know? That way I won't worry about you after your marriage. I, I'll be fine. It's not like we'll start living together after we get married. You're not. No. We still have to go to college, Haragikuan will live with me and my parents until we graduate. My parents will make sure to get to know him too, while he's there so you don't have to do that. We still have four months left and I want that four months to be just us and no Haragikuan, do you understand? I know you guys will meet someday, but I don't want it to be now. Man did I mess up. I understand, I'm really sorry Muji. Then after this, let's just forget about it, okay? Tomorrow, let's go to that candy store, I said smiling at her. She hugged me and said, okay. She's happy again, I was able to give her something to be excited about and get her mind off from the current setup that we have. Now come on, they might wonder why we're taking so long. Can I have a kiss first? Eh? Here? Someone might walk in on us. You ruined our group date, Mio-chan, if you give me one now, I'll accept your apology, she smiled at me mischievously. Eh? Alright, just a quick one, okay? She closed her eyes and waited patiently with a smile. Maybe I spoil her too much. Well, I don't mind if it's things like this, I thought to myself, before giving her a kiss. Man those desserts are really del, gh, and I was right someone did walk in on us. You two stop that. Surprised, we pulled away and turned our attention by the doorway. Ritsu. What the heck are you guys doing, she whispered loudly as she approached us. Couldn't you guys hold back for a few hours? You're lucky I'm the one who saw you. Sorry I'm the one who asked Mio-chan, so don't get mad at her, Muji said. Goodness. 
you two are really troublesome. If you don't control yourselves, we're definitely going to have part two of that, Summer stormed it. Sorry, we both said and went back to our friends. It was almost six when we finished eating. Yui got more hyper than usual due to too much sugar from all those desserts, she ate the most. Outside the restaurant we were waiting for Haragi's driver to pick him up and Muji to drive them to the Kotobuki for dinner. And five minutes later their ride arrived. Well then, it was nice meeting you all, Haragi said to us. I had a great time. Just go C.E.K. Noose Noose Voyance. Eh? What's that? Yui asked. He took her hand and said, It means till we meet again, mademoiselle. Nodoka knew what was coming next, so she quickly took his hand away from Yui and shook it. It was nice meeting you too. Thank you for the meal and for that advice. You have a nice and firm handshake there, Manabe-san. A good quality a great leader should have. I bet Nodoka's just pissed at you right now and is trying to control her anger, Ritsu whispered again, which only Mika could hear. Seriously Rikchan stop it. See you guys tomorrow, Muji said and waved at us before getting in the car followed by Hiragi. Within seconds, they took off. Humph. Nodoka expressed. Say, Nodoka-chan, are you mad? Yui asked. I'm not mad, she said and crossed her arms. Her composure is a little off now. By the way Yui, your score in our English test earlier seems to be low. I'll sleep over at your place tonight so we can study all night. Eh? Why? I didn't even fail that test. Still, you need to get at least 85% if you want to pass the subject. 85%? Yes. So we won't sleep later until you understand everything I teach you. Nodoka-chan, have mercy. While Nodoka scolds Yui and keeps denying she's mad, I watched the car get farther away as I stood in my spot. Humph. Him and his stupid French habits, Ritsu murmured. By the way, Mio? What is Ritsu? What would you do if her parents found out about you guys and tried to take her away from you? I guess, that depends. On what? On Muji, on what she wants to do. We never really talked about that because we never believed that possibility would happen. What the heck? You're not even going to try anything and get her back. Ritsu sounded a bit irritated. I will if that's what she wants me to do, if not, then. Do you think she doesn't want you to? Why would you rely on Muji's decision for that? What are you? Scared? Why not just do what Nadoka and Yui did? We'll be there to help you anyway, Ritsu said, definitely mad, but she's trying to still talk to me calmly. Her self-control is getting better, I noticed. So I answered her as calmly as possible as well, despite feeling a bit irritated with what she's saying. We're not them. Our situation is different from theirs. And unlike them, Muji has a big name and reputation she needs to protect and live up to, she has a role to fulfill for her family and guarantee their success. 
so don't just assume that things will go smoothly if we act on impulse. There are a lot of things we need to consider, since we're not doing this right, we can't be selfish. Our friends felt the tension between us and started to watch us, anticipating that Ritsu might explode again. But she didn't. Instead, she just let out a deep sigh and said, Ever since you guys started dating you have become really stupid, you know that? I really want to get mad and blame Muji for everything, but you'll just defend her. It's hard to understand why you still chose to date her even though you knew she's getting married. She's smart, pretty, girly and nice with the bonus of being wealthy, I'm sure you'll be able to find someone else out there with similar traits that will love you too and doesn't have a fiancé. But Muji. But she makes you happy, she's the one you love, yeah I know, she looked away before continuing, that's why I still accepted her as your girlfriend and your stupid relationship with her. I still don't like what you guys are doing but, as your best friend, just remember that I'll always be on your side, you can expect our friends to do the same too. I looked at them smiling and giving me assurance of their support. Really, it pisses me off when you just smile like that when you see them together and not even feel a speck of jealousy, like you've just accepted defeat or something. But I... Muji loves you and not him. Don't feel like you got nothing, got that? Even if you know what the end result is, don't go down without a fight. Since you guys chose this for yourselves, be sure to give everything you got and don't hesitate because whatever you do, we got your backs. I felt touched that I wanted to cry, but I have to hold it in. Thanks, was the only thing I managed to say, anything more would make my tears flow out. Despite what she said, I'm sorry Ritsu, but I've already decided, this is how everything should be. Chapter 14 Reze Automobile Your friends are really fun, Haragi chuckled. Muji, while looking out the window, just said, hmm. Especially Hirasawa-san and Tainaka-san. M.M. I've been wanting to meet your friends for so long now, because you never really talk about them. How come? They seem really great. Well I, I guess I never got the chance. Hmm, I guess you're right. I've been very busy, I'm sorry. No, it's okay really. I understand. But good thing Akiyama-san invited me earlier, or else I never would have met your friends. M. Um, supermarket. I stopped by the supermarket before going home to buy some things. I was by myself because our friends went home already and Ritsu walked Mika home. After shopping I saw the candy store that Ritsu and Muji last summer while walking. It brings back memories, I came in and looked around inside, browsing the shelves of what I could have Muji try tomorrow. I can't wait to see her excited by all of these tomorrow. Huh? Mio-chan. I turned around to see who called me, Ryoko-san. Oh what a coincidence. Did you go shopping? She noticed the plastic bag I had and came into the store. Yes. What brings you here Ryoko-san? I just bought something from the bookstore nearby. I heard your surprise last month was a success only it got interrupted. What a bummer huh? Why yeah. 
If only Muji-chan's fiancé and future mother-in-law didn't call for her, right? She got to finish the whole game and taste the cake, so it's fine. We, it took me some time before I realized what's happening. Eh? Took you long enough, and she just grinned at me. We sat on the bench outside the store while eating some candy that Ryoko-san bought for both of us. I didn't feel like eating any of it because I got uncomfortable about the fact that Ryoko-san knew about that and mostly because I had enough sweets for one day, but I did eat some anyway. I'm so full, but I didn't want to be rude. Since she invited me to sit with her, I assume that she's going to talk to me about it. Is she going to clear some things? Ask me why. Ask me to tell the whole story? Is he really handsome? She suddenly asked. Eh? The question surprised me. I honestly didn't expect she'd ask that first. I said, is he really handsome? She repeated. Yui-chan, kept going on about how handsome he is last night. Really, I can still hear her say it. Last night? Then that means Ryoko-san was at Yui's again last night to be Miyuki-san. Well? H, huh? Why yeah he is, I almost forgot to answer the question. I'd really like to see for myself, she chuckled. And your best friend? Still mad at you? Uh, and no. We already talked earlier, we're fine now. That's good, she said smiling, and leaned back. Is she trying to ease our conversation into getting to the main topic? Man. You really are stupid, aren't you? F, excuse me? She laughed and said, getting into a relationship with an engaged person and agreeing to do it for only one year. Talk about stupid, do you know how hard things would be for both you afterwards? She laughed again and it annoyed me so much. Excuse me, but I think you don't have any right to judge me. I chose to be with her because I want to and whatever you'll say won't make me regret my decision. And that's what I want to see your determination to stand up for your decision and your courage to face the consequences your choices might bring. Eh? She sighed and said, you're right. Who am I to call you stupid for loving someone who's already engaged? I mean, here I am doing just that, loving someone who's already married and cheating on my husband all these years. Is she talking about Miyuki-san? You have guts, kid. I like that. T thank you. And you're lucky, you still have a chance. What do you mean Ryoko-san? I mean, Muji-chan's not married yet, you can still steal her from her fiancé, she smiled diabolically. What? No way. I won't do something unethical. Hmm. Unethical you say, she said sarcastically. I blushed and looked away after Ryoko-san made me eat my words. I don't support cheating and such, I don't like it. But there are certain situations where I make an exception. 1. If the couple is not yet married. And 2. If the engaged person is forced, never really loved his or her fiancé slash fiancé and has only feelings for the third party right from the start, pretty much like your situation right now. T that's awfully specific.
just a coincidence. Anyway, since you already chose this path, I suggest you go all the way while you still have a chance. If not, you might regret it in the end. I won't regret anything, I. Don't be like me, kid. I said the same thing before. I had a chance, and I didn't take it. Now even though I have my own family, deep inside, I keep wishing that I could go back in time. She stood up and stretched her arms before saying, it's up to you if you're going to take my advice or not. But like I said, you have guts kid, so don't be stupid. Be honest and at least try using it before choosing to lose the fight. She looked at her watch before smiling at me and said, well it's time for me to go. See you around Mio-chan. See you around Ryoko-san, I said and went on my own way. As I walked, all of Ryoko-san's words resonated with me, everything she said made sense. Not only hers, but Ritsu's too. Be honest, I know that, I know what I want, but what can I possibly do? Even if I'm the gutsiest person in the whole world, the end result is still the same, Muji will still marry him. I, I want to do something I want to fight too. It hurts, I know this is what I chose to do, and I should expect this, but, why am I crying? Muji, I want. I oh, Mio. Gasp, I immediately sat up in my chair, feeling surprised. Mio? Honey, what's wrong? Huh? What? I looked beside me to see who's been talking to me. Haruka. Did you have a bad dream? I, I don't remember. I said lying to her. I can't possibly tell her about Muji. You must have had a long day, it's not like you to fall asleep on the table. Come on sleepy head, it's late anyway, let's go to bed, she said and helped me up. She tucked me in and kissed me on the lips. Good night, she said to me with a smile before laying down beside me. It's been ten years, why did I dream of that now? I asked myself as I stared at the ceiling of our apartment. After Muji got married, we went our separate ways after Hiragi and her parents found out about our relationship. So I never got in touch with her since then. Our friends tell me about her from time to time, but that didn't last long because after a year I met Haruka. Yes, it's Dr. Haruka from Muji's villa who helped Yui and Nodoka. I accidentally cut myself while chopping some vegetables one day and the sight of my blood gushing out from my finger made me faint, good thing Ritsu was there at that time and took me to a nearby clinic. And that's where Haruka and I met, then the rest was history. She knows about my past with Muji and already made it clear right from the start that she'll get jealous easily if I mention anything about her. We've been dating for six years now and just started living together a year ago. I'm fine now, so, why did I suddenly dream about that? An hour passed and I'm still awake. It's hard for me to get back to sleep after waking up from that dream. So I went to the kitchen and made a cup of hot milk. I looked at the calendar by the kitchen wall and realized it's already the second day of July. July, come to think of it, it's Muji's birthday today, is that why I had that dream? I wonder what her plans are. I really miss her at times like this. VRRR VRRR
huh? Did I have my phone in my pocket all this time? I took it out and saw it's a call from an unknown number. It's midnight, who could be calling me at this hour? It scared me at first but then realized that it could be a call from work so I answered it. Yes hello, who's this? Mio Chan. It's me. That voice, I will never forget that voice. It's a bit different now, but I know who owns that voice. I instantly got weak in the knees, and my hand trembled. My heart sped up and I wanted to cry, but I held it all in and said, Emuji. It's been so long since I felt this feeling again. Yes, it's me. H. How did you? I thought, I stopped myself when I remembered that Haruka might hear me so I lowered my voice. I thought we agreed not to talk anymore. I, I guess I miss you and I couldn't help myself. Do you not want to talk to me? I, it's not that I just, it's just a surprise. I never thought you'd call me. You're whispering. Is it a bad time? Sorry, Haruka's in the next room. Oh, I'm sorry, is it okay to talk to you for just a few minutes? Sure, it's no problem if it's just a few minutes. Thank you Mio-chan, so how is she? She's fine. Sometimes I wish she was you though. Are you happy Mio-chan? I, why yeah. Not as happy when I was with you. There was silence on the other line. Muji? Oh sorry, that's good then. So what's up? Why'd you call this late? Is something the matter? I, I had a dream about you. Eh. Uh, me too. I dreamed about our time together during our high school days. I really miss it, I wish I could turn back time. W wait, Muji, what are you saying? I'm sorry Mio-chan, I guess I never really moved on after all these years. I clenched my chest, feeling so much pain from what she said. It's the same pain as it was back then when I confessed to her. I, I still love her. I realized. Wait a minute, Muji. Are you sure about that? Does he know you're talking to me? He. Muji, are you crying? I asked after hearing some sobbing. She tried to laugh and said, he's, he's cheating on me. What? I covered my mouth and immediately checked if I had woken up when I shouted. Thank goodness she still sound asleep. I repeated my question this time whispering loudly, what? That bastard. Since when? I don't know, I just found out last week. Is he hurting you or something? Tell me the truth. Well, it's. Muji's hesitancy in answering was enough for me. Why that good-for-nothing bastard? I'm going to. But it's fine Mio-chan, I'm the one to blame anyway. Huh? What are you saying? More than ten years of marriage and I haven't given him any child yet. But still. Just because you're unable to conceive he can't just. More like I don't want to. Eh? 
It's pretty silly, huh? He's my husband and we haven't done it once. Why? I don't know, I feel scared when I think of doing it with him. So I can understand why he hates me. And now I somehow feel guilty because I've been doing it with Haruka all this time. My parents and my in-laws are now fighting because of it. Things have gotten so complicated that my parents' businesses are starting to get affected. It's really ironic, right Mio-chan? I mean I married him so I can help my parents with their business. This is my consequence for cheating on him years ago. Now everything's ruined because of me. No, don't say that Muji. It's not your fault. But, despite everything that's happening in my life I'm still glad because you're doing fine, I'm happy that you're fine, that you're happy, really I am Mio-chan. Look Muji I, wait what's that sound? Where are you? I heard some splashing sounds in the background making me forget about our main topic. I'm outside and I'm currently looking at the moon. Can you see it from where you are? I went to the window and looked at the sky, yeah, it's really full and bright. It's somehow familiar. Yeah, say Mio-chan, do you remember? Today's my birthday and the moon was like this ten years ago on my birthday too. Do you remember the first time we? How could I forget that? I remember that very well. And of course, happy birthday Muji. Thank you Mio-chan. Say, where are you exactly? Why don't we meet up and celebrate? And do some catching up. Are you sure it's fine with Haruka-san? Well, it's been years anyway, plus it's your birthday, so she'll probably be fine with it if I told her. No, it's okay Mio-chan. Huh? What do you mean? Come on, it'll be my treat and let's buy whatever you want. Mio-chan. What is it? Will you, will you say you love me again? Eh. Uh. I'm sorry, I got a little selfish. I, I miss hearing you say it. But if you can't or don't want to it's Oka. I, I. I didn't understand why it's so hard for me to say it, I didn't understand why I even considered saying those words to another girl when I already have a girlfriend. But this is not another girl, this is Muji. I clenched my hand and just said, I love you Muji. It's like we're back in high school again. She giggled and snuffled before saying, I love you too Mio-chan, I always loved you. Thank you so much, for everything. My chest suddenly felt very heavy, I'm having a bad feeling about something. Wah, what are you saying Muji? Stop that, so come on, let's meet up. I'll buy you a present for your birthday, then I'll help you with your problem with Haragi and your family. No, it's okay Mio-chan. You and Haruka-san might end up fighting because of me. I'm already very happy to hear your voice and say you love me again, for one last time. One last. What do you mean Muji? Where are you? The splashing sound got louder. I'm, I'm at the villa. What are you doing there? I started to panic. I want to do some reminiscing. 
And what? I already have some assumptions. There was silence on the other line. All I can hear are the splashing waves growing louder. Muji. Answer me. I didn't care anymore if I woke up Haruka. A pause and she said, love Haruka-san to the fullest and be happy with her forever, okay? Wah, wait. Moo. All I want is for you to be happy, even if it's not with me I'm okay with it. Muji listened to me for just a minute. Goodbye Mio-chan, always know that I love you. Wah, Muji? Muji. Moo. Beep 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 beep. The line was cut off so I tried calling her back. The number you have dialed is either busy or out of coverage area, please try Aga. I dialed again. The number you have dialed is either busy or out of coverage area, please try again later. No. The shock finally registered in my brain. My knees got so weak I dropped to the floor and I lost all my strength that I couldn't even hold my phone, I just let it fall. I stared at nothing and I didn't know what to do. Tears started to fall non-stop, she, Muji, why? My mind's a complete mess. I didn't want to admit it, but that's what just happened. I told you you'll regret it. I looked to my left to see who spoke to me. Aryoko-san? I told you to go all the way with your decision, use your guts kid, but knew. Now look at what happened. I, I, I didn't know. Of course you didn't, said someone else. I looked to my right and saw, Ritsu. I told you she loves you and not him. But you still let him have her even though she wouldn't be happy and now look what happened. You stupid Mio. You're such a coward and always been one. I, I, I'm sorry, I'm really sorry. So much guilt filled me. You're sorry won't bring her back kid, she's dead. That's right, you had us, your friends, but you never relied on us to help you. I was just, I was trying to do the right thing. And now you learned you made the wrong decision, the hard way. I told you that one year thing was stupid. You had your chance, does it hurt? Are you suffering yet? Don't cry kid, this is what you wanted right? Ten years ago you said you'll accept the consequences that you won't regret anything, is still true now? And no. I regret everything. Well too bad you can't do anything now. And no. Please. I begged as if they could do something to bring Muji back. Muji. Please come back. Muji I. Gasp. Muji. I woke up panting really hard and full of sweat. I sat up in my bed and pulled myself together. A dream, a thank God, it's just a dream, I was so relieved I cried. I took my phone and dialed Muji's number when I heard it ring. I'm fully convinced that I'm back in reality, so I hung up. I checked the time and date to double-check, November 12, 2 a.m. Thank God, I said again and wiped my tears that wouldn't stop falling. 
I turned my lamp on and tried to calm myself. Five minutes later, I'm already thinking about my dream. What Ryoko-san and Ritsu said to me yesterday probably really got stuck in my head even in my subconscious that I ended up dreaming about it. I know what I've decided to do and I promise to stick to it but that dream made me think twice about my decision. But Muji's not going to do that, I'm definitely sure of it. Muji loves you and not him. But you still let him have her even though she wouldn't be happy. That really echoed in my head. I want her to be happy but Ritsu's right and letting someone else have her even though she wouldn't be happy with that person, what was I thinking all this time? However, even if I decide to do something, what can I do? You have guts kids so don't be stupid be honest and at least trying using it before choosing to lose the fight. Even if you know what the end result is, don't go down without a fight, we got your backs. Four months, or rather three, that's the amount of time I have to think about this matter thoroughly before she gets married. Even if I admit that I want to be with her longer, I can't simply disregard Muji's priorities for her family. Also, going back to my dream, I can't believe I had a dream where Haruka-san is my girlfriend. I'm the one who's going to get killed if Muji knew about that. Chapter 15 I went to school the next day feeling very exhausted and sleep-deprived. I didn't get a wink of sleep after I woke up from that dream. I spent all night thinking as well so now I feel very lazy and my head is aching. It's the first time I arrived in the classroom before anyone else so I decided to take this chance to sleep on my table before classes start. It's not like you to sleep on the table, sleepy head. Gasp. I immediately lifted my head when the memory of what Haruka-san said to me in my dream suddenly popped into my head the second after I closed my eyes. Damn it. Why did Haruka-san had to be in that dream? I said to myself and sighed. I thought of sleeping in the nurse's office instead, but the school nurse wouldn't arrive for another hour, so I have no choice but to wait in my seat patiently and bear with the effects of my fatigue, aching head, lack of energy and swelling eyes from crying last night, and now are sensitive to the light. I'd like to continue thinking about what I should do with this situation, Muji and I have, but due to lack of sleep my brain isn't working properly the way it should, I need to sleep. An hour is already plenty of time, some of my classmates already arrived within that time. Each one who enters the room and sees me would shout in surprise. Yeah, I probably look that horrible. Whoa. Mio? You look horrible. I looked to see who said that and saw it was Ritsu. Thanks, I know. Huh? You're thanking me? Anyway, what happened? Just a bad dream, is the nurse's office open yet? Why yeah, it is. Are you sick? No I want to sleep, I said and wobbled up from my seat. Careful. Geez, come on I'll walk you there. Thanks. She knew that asking me about my dream wouldn't help at the moment, especially when I'm that tired, I'll be too lazy to answer. When we reached the nurse's office Ritsu just explained to the school nurse that I needed some rest. As soon as she said okay, I headed to bed and just fell on it. Well Mio, 
I'll just tell Sawachan that your Ritsa stopped talking when she saw me already snoring in bed that you're out cold. At least take off your blazer, you're going to wrinkle it. Ritsu said, but since I'm asleep she did it herself and undid a button or two of my uniform to help me feel a little comfortable before leaving. As Ritsu was walking back to the classroom, she saw Muji running towards her with a worried look on her face. Rikchan Muji, what's wrong? I heard you brought Mio-chan to the nurse, what happened? Muji asked worriedly. Relax, she just didn't get enough sleep due to a bad dream last night, so she went there to sleep, hmm, probably till noon. Oh, thank goodness, if that's the case. I got so worried because I missed her call around 2 in the morning earlier and was wondering what's up. When I got here, I heard she's in the nurse's office, so I thought she's sick or something. Don't worry she's not sick, just sleep-deprived. Like I said, she had a nightmare. I'm glad. Maybe she called me because she was too scared to go back to sleep. If I was able to answer her call, then she wouldn't be. Oh come on, don't blame yourself too much. It's no big deal. I never would have been able to answer a call at 2am in the morning myself, so I'm sure it's fine. Let's just ask her about it later, okay? For now, there's nothing to worry about and let's just let her sleep. She'll be back to normal soon enough. Okay, then I guess I'll just check on Mio-chan before I go back. Got it. See you in class. So Muji went to the infirmary to see how I was doing. She was going to ask if she could see a friend, but there was no school nurse to ask permission to, so she went towards the closed curtains. Well, there's nothing much to see since I'm just sleeping soundly in bed, but Muji enjoys watching me sleep, she said that I look cute. I didn't make any fuss about it, because I completely understand, I like watching her sleep too. She took a seat on the bed beside me and started to gently caress my face as she looked at me. But as much as she wants to enjoyably watch me sleep, she couldn't thanks to a bit of worry I've caused her by calling her so early in the morning. Feeling a little satisfied to see me, she then looked at the clock and saw it's almost time for classes to start. I'll just go to class Mio-chan, okay? I'll be back afterwards, Muji said to me and gave me a kiss on the forehead before standing up. Menen, I murmured in my sleep. Muji was forced to turn around again after hearing me, Mio-ch. Haru, MMM. Haru. Does she mean spring? Muji smiled and held my hand. Come to think of it, spring's right around the corner, right Mio-chan? Don't worry we'll make our last days very memorable, she said and kissed me again on the forehead before finally leaving the room. The morning classes came and passed and I'm still sound asleep. Muji kept coming back after each period and it's a good thing that the school nurse didn't pay much mind to it. It's already lunch break and Muji's already beside my bed, waiting for me to wake up. Since Ritsu already said that I'd probably wake up around noon, Muji's a little bit excited. Not long after she arrived my peaceful sleeping face changed and I started to sweat, I was having that dream again. Muji, and I woke up the same way as before, full of sweat, panting in tears in my eyes. Mio-chan 
Muji said and quickly grabbed my hand. I'm here. Muji, I looked at her and slowly calmed down after a few deep breaths. Damn it, that dream again. It's okay Mio-chan, you're rehabbing a bad dream, she said and gently wiped my tears for me. A dream, it was just a dream. That's right so calm down, everything's okay now. Was it the same one you had last night? Ah, Ritsu must have told her. I sat up and said, yeah. What was it about, she asked as she took out her handkerchief and wiped my sweaty face as well. As I let her do that, I realized it feels really nice to see the one you love beside you after having a bad dream. I really need to do something about our situation. I, I don't remember, I answered, not wanting to tell her the truth. Really? You were talking in your sleep earlier about Haru. Eh? I got nervous because I might have said Haruka-san's name. I is that all? Yeah, just Haru. Oh oh. Thank goodness. I really don't remember anything. Is that so? Well whatever it was, it's okay now. It's just a dream, okay? Why yeah. Hold on, I'll just go and get you some wa. I held her hand tighter and said, don't go. I quickly covered my mouth after I said that, surprised by what I suddenly blurted out the moment I heard her say go. I realized the fear of her leaving permanently remained in me, that feeling almost made me cry again. I, I am sorry, I mean, it's okay, I'm fine, I said looking away. She hugged me tight and said, okay, I won't leave. It must have been really scary. You have no idea, I need to forget about that dream for now. I'm sorry, I wasn't able to answer your call, she said as she pulled away. No, it's okay. By the way, what time is it? Why aren't you in class? I said changing the subject. It's lunch break, Mio-chan. Oh, then why aren't you having lunch? I was waiting for you to wake up. Eh? You should have gone and ate without me. But, I want to eat with you. Her childish side is showing again, so cute. And I was worried about you, I can't eat anyway until I see you awake. I'm sorry I made you worry. I'm fine now, Muji. I got out of the bed and took my blazer that's hanging on a chair. Come on, let's get something to eat. I'm starving, I said to her as I wore my blazer. She giggled as she came up to me and fixed the buttons of my blouse, I'm sure you are. Whoa. She's way closer than she should be. I can already smell her hair, I thought as I tried to stop myself from doing anything I shouldn't. But in the end, I wasn't able to. She smells really nice. I wrapped my arms around her waist and hugged her so I could smell her more, her scent is very relaxing. Mio-chan, she whispered to me, blushing. What are you? Just a little bit, please let's stay like this for just a little bit. She smiled and said, okay if that's what you want Mio-chan. So I took advantage of the chance to hold her in my arms, feel her and her warmth on me, her sweet scent, 
unlike in that dream. I cherished that special moment as if it's something that doesn't happen often, as if I haven't held her for so long. It's so weird, it's not even a day, but I feel like I've missed her so much. She felt really wonderful, I took in as much as I could as I held her tighter and my heart raced each second. I love her, I really love her. I love you, I couldn't help but say. And she, in response, said, I love you too. I was enjoying the moment so much that I didn't realize more than a minute had already passed. I want to stay like this forever, but Muji then brought me back to reality. Mio-chan? Don't fall back to sleep okay? Come on, let's, eh? Mio-chan? A kiss I gave just below her ear made her stop from her words. This is bad, I suddenly want her right now, I said to myself as I started to slowly wander my hands all over her back. And Muji knew what's going on, so she said, hold it, Mio-chan. I didn't listen, but instead just moved my left hand down to her thigh, then under her skirt, and gave her a little lick behind her ear. She clenched onto my blouse with one hand and covered her mouth with the other, stopping herself from letting out a moan. And Mio-chan? Stop it. We're in school, what's got into you? It's your fault for standing this close to me just to fix my uniform. I was just, teasing you. I wasn't thinking of doing anything else. Hmm. I said while I kissed her neck, is that so? Why yeah, so that's why stop it Aurea. I don't wanna. Huh? This is what you get for teasing me then, I said. Eh? I then slipped my left hand in her underwear only to be instantly stopped by Muji halfway through as she held my wrist. Really, Mio-chan stop. Someone might, MMPH. I kissed her to stop her from saying anything more and pulled her in even closer. I can feel that she put up a bit of resistance at first but eventually she slowly gave in and welcomed my actions, finally wrapping her arms around me and letting my hand free to fully slide in her underwear followed by my other hand through the other side. Her butt cheeks are so firm I wonder how much exercise she's doing, I asked myself while I fondled with them. She was breathing a little heavier than normal and I can tell she was trying so hard to hold her voice in. She's kissing me as intensely as I am. Does she want this as much as I do? Then she pulled away from our kiss, breathed and asked, What's got into you Mio-chan? It's not like you to do this while we're in school. I Muji is Mio Awak, G.E.H. Ritsu once again saw us when she peeked in the closed curtain. With the kind of position wherein I can understand why her jaw suddenly dropped. And it's not only her, but Yui and Nodoko were with her, and saw us too. You um, we quickly pulled away blushing and looking away. This is. No, Ritsu and Nodoka both covered their faces while looking down, don't explain. I can't believe my best friend can be like this, it seems you guys are already at that level, Ritsu said, trying to be calm. L level? W what do you mean? That doesn't matter. Are you guys really getting stupider by the minute? You're lucky we're the ones who saw you and the nurse isn't here. 
What if that weren't the case, in the end Ritsu couldn't hold it in and scolded us. Nodoka crossed her arms and said, We're friends and I definitely have no problems if you guys do that, but Ritsu's right. Please don't do your personal activities in school. In case you forgot, the reason why this school forbids us council members to have romantic relationships with anyone before and one of the reasons why Yui and I had troubles before was because of this exact same kind of circumstance. Despite lifting such restrictions just last summer and even though you're not a member of the student council such acts could make the school bring back such a rule if seen by any faculty member. The principal went through a lot of trouble to revoke that rule and our troubles last summer started with that rule, do you remember? Why yes, Muji and I said nervously, we can see complete displeasure in Nodoka's face and her ever-scary menacing aura. Good. Then you should understand that we all don't want that happening again, right? And I am very determined to keep such rules away from this school until we graduate, right? Alright. We're very sorry. Ritsa sighed and said, look. You guys got lucky again this time, but if you don't control yourselves, your luck's going to run out pretty soon. I came up to them and said, sorry, it's my fault. I was. That's what Muji said yesterday too, so it doesn't matter whose fault it is because it's both your faults. Now come on, let's have lunch already, geez, said Ritsu and went out the curtain. Doesn't Rick John seem more, responsible? Muji pointed out. And you two have become the complete opposite, Nodoka said to us. Yui then suddenly giggled out of nowhere. What is it? Nodoka asked. I just remembered. I saw what they're doing in the book, Yui answered. Nodoka quickly had an idea of what book Yui was talking about, but she hoped it's not what she's thinking so she still asked. W what book? H.M.? The white one with no title. Huh? But I hid that in my room, how did you? Aunt Ryoko gave me one last night. Eh? Then was that the one Ryoko-san bought yesterday near the candy store? Come to think of it, I don't remember any bookstore near that area, I recalled and realized. Wah? Mom did? I have one as well. Yui-chan, Muji cheerfully said. Muji, you don't have to tell her that, I said to her. How much have you read? Nodoka asked, still feeling panicky. Um, twenty pages? Then out of the blue Nodoka's menacing aura has gotten even stronger. I guess I have to talk to mom later. Meanwhile, at the Hirasawa's. Hi E. Yoko-chan, what's wrong? I just felt a very cold chill run down my spine, also I somehow feel that something bad is going to happen tonight. Geez, it's just your imagination. Stop saying stuff like that. Back to the nurse's office. Come on. Mio-chan's awake now, let's go have lunch. Yui said very happily as she held her girlfriend's hand. You're right, Nodoka said then faced us, come on you too. We followed and walked behind our friends as we made our way to our classroom.
As we walked, I laced my fingers into Muji suddenly giving her a bit of a surprise. She instantly looked at me blushing, not asking anything, but instead she just waited for me to speak. I'm sorry, I started, you know, for what happened in the nurse's office. Holding you close to me felt really nice, I couldn't stop myself. Her expression seemed more confused than surprised as she just stared at me. What is it? You never held my hand like this, before. What do you mean never? Yes I do. Not when we're in school. She's right, somehow my hand just moved on its own. D does it bother you? Me, she said then chuckled. I should be the one asking you that. You're very serious when it comes to the when and where we'll be affectionate to each other, then all of a sudden that happened in the nurse's office. A few minutes later this. You're not like this yesterday. If this is because of your dream I'm really curious now what it was and made you suddenly like this. Man, she's sharp. I, I don't know, I really don't remember. I know you're lying Mio-chan, she said to me, still smiling. Eh? I, asterisk, I, asterisk, I'm sorry, there's no point in denying it further. I, I really didn't mean to, I'm just... It's okay Mio-chan, it's probably too scary for you to remember and tell me all about it now. You can tell me whenever you want to. I will. I'm sorry Muji, but I don't think that's going to happen. Chapter 16 After school, we all decided to go to the candy store since it was cancelled yesterday and as Muji requested. And because it's my fault it got cancelled, it'll be my treat. I don't mind, because that's completely fair, plus it's just the candy store. Thank God, it's just the candy store. When we arrived there, Muji immediately got excited together with Yui like it's their first time. It was just a small store, but they made it seem like it's a big one from the amount of different kinds of candies and sweets that they got. Hey Yui, don't you think you'll get sick from eating too many sweets already? I mean, this is the second day you'll be filled up with it, Ritsu reminded. Eh? But it's been so long since I had these. Well it can't be helped, be sure to hold back a little okay? Says the one who's getting the same things as her. I told her. Teehee. Ritsu was still about to say something, but I suddenly turned my attention by the store's entrance and looked outside. What is it Mio? I feel like someone's watching us again. Yui, who was near the door, looked outside, left and right. I don't see anyone looking this way, Mio-san. The girls from Fukushima Academy are probably stalking you right now because you are close to their charming prince. They're probably already planning something bad, Ritza guessed. Eh? No way. I said nervously. They're just jealous, because Mio-chan's really cute. Muji happily said while hugging me. T thinks. If ever that's true, I guess it's better that I'm the one that they're going to go after rather than Muji, the fiancé. After 15 minutes, they were done picking and I spent a total of 305 yen, again, thank god it's just the candy store.
we automatically sat outside the store to eat our candies and just hung around for a bit. There were some random conversations among us, but I wasn't paying attention to any of them, I was more focused on what Muji's doing beside me, texting Haragi. Hey Mio the book you lent, Ritsu just stopped talking to me after seeing that I was in no state of hearing anything or anybody at the moment. HM? Rikchan? What's wrong? Why are you staring at Mio-chan? Mika asked, feeling curious. After a smile and a chuckle she said, nothing. I just feel like things will get better soon and probably less boring. Ritsu then turned her attention back to our friends and left Mika more confused than before. Meanwhile, I was still looking at Muji's reply to Haragi. I wasn't able to read his message, but from what Muji is saying I can somehow get an idea what it was. Something to do with dinner? Muji knew I was reading her message and just let me look. That always happens, since it's still part of the condition I gave her that I have to know everything about Haragi and the things they will do. Her message was just plain and simple, it wasn't sweet or anything and it doesn't even have any hearts or smileys, unlike the one she sends us. In other words, it's somewhat cold and indifferent. And for the first time ever, I can feel full of jealousy. Seeing Muji texting him while she's with me really made me mad and I think my angered expression is what Ritsu saw. That's why she said what she said. He's just asking if we could have dinner tonight and I said I can't, Muji said after putting her phone in her pocket, thinking that I'd probably want to know what Haragi said. Is that so, my tone was different from normal and Muji immediately sensed it. Are you mad Mio-chan? I thought if I should tell her the truth or deny it, but then realized there's no point in lying. First, because she could already tell from my tone, and second, I think being honest in this kind of situation is better. Well I, do you really have to answer his message now? I mean, we're still hanging out, I said calmly, but still mad. I just wanted to let him know right away, because he might have his chef cook some food that would end up not being eaten so that'd be a waste. Hmm, I said looking away. I know that she's right, and I completely understand her reason, but somehow I can't shake off this I'm still not satisfied feeling in me. Could it be that you're jealous of Mio-chan? Huh? I? Why? Eh, the question I have no answer for, I know that. I have no reason to get jealous, but I can't help it. You're acting really differently today, Mio-chan. Not that I don't like it, Muji said then hugged my arm. Come on, don't be mad it was just one message anyway. I'll make it up to you. I know. Why don't we have dinner instead? My treat. Eh? But I thought you said you can't eat out tonight. My mood instantly got a little better with what she said. If it's with you I can, she smiled at me. I can never win if she smiles at me like that, I thought to myself and sighed before saying, no. Eh? You are not going to buy me dinner. But... You're going to cook and eat dinner with me at my house, since my parents won't be home till midnight later, I said, trying hard not to be shy and blush.
Muji's smile suddenly got even bigger and I can tell she's really excited with the idea. Then, what would you like for dinner tonight? Sea curry's fine. Then let's go buy some ingredients. Eh? But we have some back home. But I want to, she paused for a while and looked a bit sad before continuing, this is going to be the first time that we'll eat dinner alone together under one roof, you know? It's like we're living together, she blushed at her own statement and I did as well. I don't know when we'll have this chance again that's why, even if it's just one night, if I'm going to cook for you then I want to do it right, from buying the ingredients at the supermarket to personally serving it to you. I smiled at her and held her hand before saying, okay, I understand. Let's buy some ingredients. I'll do my best to make sure we'll be able to do this every day of every night someday. Really? Yay, she then hugged me tight. She faced our friends and said, we'll go ahead you guys. Eh? Already? Where are you going? Yui asked while eating some lollipop. It's a secret, Muji said to her. To a love hotel? Ritsu teased. Yes. Muji said. Huh? Me, Nodoka and Ritsu said in unison. Just kidding. We're just going to buy some things, Muji explained and then pulled me after waving to our friends goodbye. Cooking for me and eating dinner at my house made Muji more excited than going to the candy store, her smile never left her face. And mine never left my face either, I was excited as well and very happy to see her happy, most importantly, I'm happy that I'm the one who gave her that smile. I want to be the one to make her smile like that. Supermarket when we got to the supermarket, despite knowing what we needed, it still took us almost an hour just walking through the aisles before deciding to check out at the counter, we both really liked the feeling of shopping together. And that feeling helped me become even more determined that I want a life with Muji by my side. Shall we go home? Muji asked me blushing while smiling at me after we paid for everything. She's really into this. Oh wait. I'll just go to the restroom for a sec. Okay, I'll wait right here, Muji said then stood by the exit door after I left. She hummed her song, Honey Sweet Tea Time, while waiting patiently. Her eyes roamed around the area and she saw a magazine rack nearby that somewhat piqued her interest. So she went to it and browsed through the various issues displayed. And as she's looking through them, there's one particular magazine that really caught her attention and took it out from the rack. It's a travel magazine featuring different sites in Japan that's great for vacation. Muji got an idea and was already planning to buy it when she was called by someone. Muji-chan, right? Muji turned to see it was Miyuki, oh Miyuki-san. What a coincidence. Are you alone? Oh no. I'm waiting for Mio-chan, she just went to the restroom. Ah uh, Mio-chan, you're... Miyuki-san, you know about us? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be nosy. Ah uh, no, it's okay, I'm just surprised. Well Mio-chan and your friends told Yoko-chan and I when they were planning for that surprise for you last month at our house. 
Oh, Muji couldn't help but smile at the memory of that surprise. And we know more than that. Oh, her smile almost instantly vanished. Sorry Yui told us about that. I guess it's because of the excitement she had to tell us about how handsome your fiancé is. It's okay, I can understand. Yui-chan's not wrong about that anyway, he's really popular among the girls, Muji smiled, hiding her sadness. I hope you don't mind me asking, but are you really okay? With just one year? She took a brief moment before answering, it can't be helped anyway. A year is better than none at all. Plus my parents are very happy with the marriage. But what about you? Isn't your happiness important too? Being able to have this relationship with Mio-chan, despite this situation, is already enough for me. And Mio-chan feels the same? Muji was a bit taken aback upon hearing the question, she's reminded once again of the pain she's most probably causing because of her selfishness. That's what she tells me, but the truth is I'm not sure. I really am the worst, she laughed lightly before continuing, but Mio-chan still loves me even if I'm like this. She agreed to have this relationship, despite the consequences afterwards, how lucky am I to have her? Then are you really sure you want to let someone like her go? I'm sure she'll find someone better, someone who can make her happy, someone who can love her unconditionally, someone who can take care of her, someone. Like you? Muji looked at Miyuki, surprised at what she suddenly realized, but immediately Muji smiled and said, someone who's not engaged, someone that's not me. The way you see yourself as someone very inadequate reminds me of someone who I know very well, and I won't lie, that someone is me. Eh? Muji then remembered Miyuki and Ryoko's story that Nodoka told them. I too was arranged to be married to Kiyoshi, but I was still in love with someone else and the truth is I still am in love with that person. That person's very smart, popular and good at almost everything, in short, all that I'm not. We were dating back then and I, I chose to let her go because I felt that I'm no good for that person. Years later when our paths crossed once again, we got to talk and I found out that person still loves me too. I've been wishing we could start all over again since then, but we know we can't, because we both have our own families now. It's too late for us, Miyuki said, wiping a tear in her eye. Kiyoshi is a great man, I love him, but I love someone else more. I'm not telling you what to do, but at least think about it some more, okay? It's not too late yet, despite what Miyo-chan tells you, try asking her again. A lot can happen and change in time. Who knows, maybe her answer has probably changed the next time you ask. But I'm... Just try okay? You've got nothing to lose, Miyuki said and patted the blonde on the shoulder. Well I need to go home now. Yoko-chan's left all alone in our house and I can't leave her alone for too long, she's been feeling anxious about something the whole day. See you Muji-chan, Miyuki smiled at her and went on her way. And Muji just smiled and waved goodbye. She stood in her spot staring at the magazine she's holding while thinking about what Miyuki said. She was thinking of buying the travel magazine to help her plan a vacation with her girlfriend for her birthday and another vacation before they graduate. 
Make our last days very memorable, that was Muji's plan, but after talking with Miyuki she's now having second thoughts. But after a minute of thinking she went and bought the magazine anyway. This is for the best, she said to herself as she put the magazine in her bag and went back to the exit. Sorry I took so long, the line in the restroom was a bit long, I said as I ran towards Muji, who's waiting happily by the exit. It's no problem. Let's go. Muji asked, clinging to my arm. As sure, I felt very happy that it's making me somewhat nervous when she held on to me like that. I can't wait. Say Mio Ch, huh? Mio Chan? Muji called after noticing that I'm not moving from my spot and just looking behind us. Someone watching again, she guessed. Yeah, it's starting to get a bit creepy. Probably the girls from Fukushima Academy. I'll talk to Hiragi-kun about it, okay? Okay, thanks, I said and finally walked out of the supermarket with Muji.